0: Welcome back, people. It's episode twenty-nine, season two of the Taxi Squad podcast. Vince, as always, we are back. How you doing? Hello, my friend. I
1: am wonderful. I'm doing great today. There's a lot of wild shit in the sports news. Again, like you know, it's supposed to be the off season, but this shit don't sleep, kid. We're still here. We're still doing it. Better goddamn
0: believe it. You better fucking believe it, Vince. Because <laughs> we're here and bring he the is... energy. This week he is bringing the energy. Last week I thought I was gonna have to talk him off the fucking basement window.
1: Snooze a you know what I'm saying?
0: Hey everybody, it's
1: the. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I gotta tell you something, bud. Tell me something, Vince. I'm a I'm officially completely a golf guy now. Are you? Yeah. So I've been I've been you know toying the line for a while. I've been playing golf. I like it. All this shit. And then last week. First, I learned how to do a flop shot, which is amazing. So I'm going to only do that all the time now. I actually don't know how to f- not do it anymore.
0: You're just a floppy guy.
1: Exactly. Every time I hit the ball, it goes like 9,000 feet in the air, and then it just plops down. And I'm like, yeah, that's sexy. So um, I had the best round of my life last week. Um, and basically... My brother's getting married soon, so before his uh, wedding shower, we're going to go, and then we decided to go a couple weeks later with my uncle, and then I'm going on his bachelor party in the beginning of August, or August the second weekend, and then I just got invited to a work outing, too, so I'm going four times in the next three weeks, and I'm going to be absolutely slay.
0: You know what? I just want to know how you feel after your next round. I I would like to get an update after each round each week. I, I honestly think
1: probably, how. I'll probably take after round videos on the taxi squad Instagram for the people just yeah. so they know how I did. I'll give you guys a play by play on how I did. I know for a fact that it's not going to be as good as I played last week. So I'm kind of, I'm sitting on this high and just, and planning it out now while I'm still on the high. Cause I know next week I'm going to be pissed off and be like, why am I fucking golfing? Why am I wasting my money?
0: Yeah. Like that's kind of why I'm like, <laughs> I think what this might have to be a new segment. How did Vince's golf round go this week? Yeah,
1: is Vince a golf guy still? <laughs> is Vince
0: <laughs> there it is right there. Is Vince a golf guy still each week? Just to see how cuz I just have a, fu- a just a funny suspicions like after the second round you're going to be like fuck this shit. Never well, playing this game again.
1: I have the proper body type to be a golfer. I got the John Daly going, which is good. So that's at least the first step on this little cog I call the golf machine. So now, as long as I just stay relatively consistent, hit under a hundred more often than not, I'll be okay. But yeah, you're, for,
0: you're forgetting the goofy pants. You need a pair of goofy pants.
1: I'm I'm into the goof, goofy shirt game goofy oh you know? yeah you okay. get a couple patterns going you let you you hide all of the schmuzz you got under the shirt and then you wear some shorts and let them calves breathe Kid,
0: yeah you know hey those things are juicy but you got to keep in mind that you can't go horizontal with anything because we're so Mm-mm. wide it's just going to make us look wider yeah
1: i'm talking verticals brother all
0: verticals Um, i just got one that has
1: a bunch of leaves on it very neat looking very neat looking so i'm gonna be wearing that on sunday donning it on sunday so expect some updates on the instagrams my friends
0: how autumn of you with the leaves i mean i mean i'm a style guy can't it just be fucking summer you're going leaves already I'm a style guy, Mike. I like is my it, neutral colors. Is it like palm tree leaves? Like no, is it, it, no. Oh, no, okay. but they're green. It's
1: green. It's like a nice forest green color. It's nothing crazy, but the okay. pattern's cool. So green, Vince.
0: Green, yeah, Vince, dude.
1: Okay. I'm into green. I don't know what to tell you. It's what it is.
0: We got green, Vince. We got teal, Mike.
1: I like the style of golf almost better than the game. I'll say that. I like walking up, looking good, look good, feel good, play good. They say so.
0: Well, no, that's always how it goes. Yeah. You know what I think is cool about golf? And this isn't me. Mike doesn't golf too much. I, I play. I try.
1: He but, gets 14 holes in. He's like, nah, fuck it. Yeah, like I am a <laughs> nine and
0: done guy. Like yeah. I can't do more than German style because if I do, then I am just like want to throw clubs in the water. Either hammered
1: and, or angry or tired. Or all
0: three. All three Depen- <laughs> Depending on that and how it goes. I've I've gotten through 14 holes before and I'm like, I don't care anymore. Yeah. I'll pay to go home now at this stage. <laughs> I got my I got my fill. Or where's the cart girl? He needs another cocktail. Yeah. I mean, real. at that at that point, it's like, OK, I, I've had my fun. You know, it's the whole process yeah. of whacking the ball and getting in the cart 18 times that I could just skip about half of it. And I'm cool. You know, I but get you, it. Yeah, I get it um i have i definitely have
1: the have the syndrome the golf syndrome um oh, because
0: you're because you had like a good round it felt
1: good well no in general too like i bought a bag with uh a, a cooler in the front of it because i wanted to make sure i had a cooler i had some wow. cold drinks going on like wow. i wow. i went in you know i got the apparel wow. now i'm going a lot but I'm, wow. I'm a golf guy and th- not is- to bury the lead, but we might talk about golf a little later too. Who knows?
0: I mean, hey, I don't, don't, don't give them too much. But what I I'm, know, I, I, you know, Vince, is, you got a cooler in your bag.
1: Yeah, dude, the front of it is just a cooler. So I got those like, uh, you know, like the the plastic thing that look looks like ice cubes, basically, and you can like put yeah, them in there. Yeah, so like, yeah, yeah, the reusable one. I got one of those, and then I got a brewmate cool. that my. Yeah, exactly. I got a brewmate that my brother got me, so I can throw the cans in there. It stays cold the whole time. Drinking my Celsius like I do, just having a good fucking time.
0: I think Vince enjoys the drinking aspect of it more than the actual. It's about aspect it, of it, but if you're gonna
1: rank it, it's like is it outside fifty. 50? Number one is outside time. It gives okay. you like a, a real thing to do right. outside. Real number two, to outside. you can dress like a dickhead, and it's actually like appreciated yeah yeah it's even more than acceptable it's like you're awesome for doing that okay and then number three is the drinking for sure like what when at what time do you get to go to a public place and walk around outside and just drink and smack balls around it's great and it's boys time you know
0: of course it's usually always boys time. Well, good Vince. I'm <laughs> happy you're golf Vince now. And I Thank look you. forward to, uh, you know, monitoring your progress. If you're a golf guy next week. And I'm just saying I'm very tiger woods. Like for the sake of the pod, we might have to have a golf round the two of us and just down document this journey. Yes. Um, uh, not probably 18, but definitely. Oh, if nine.
1: we're going, we're doing 18, buddy. Oh, I'm boy. sorry.
0: Oh, you boy. Do it for the content. Let's go. Oh, All right, Vince. My goal that day is to dress like a bigger asshole than you. I love it. I love
1: it. That's gonna be rough, buddy. I'll tell you that. Oh,
0: that's gonna be great. I can't wait. You're gonna have a hard time. Let's go. Let's go. I'm so down. Uh, You know, to get Mike to like golf is pretty strange and unusual. And speaking of strange and unusual, uh, Vince, we have a uh, another strange and unusual.
1: Yeah. So. Kevin Parada is a very talented catcher, very talented catcher, hit 361 last year, um, he's got 32 bombs in the last two seasons in college, he is a really good catcher, very good catcher, um, and he also loves the vacina.
0: Well, he does, but, I mean, (laughs) to give people some, like, like just some backlog here of Strange and Unusuals, I mean, Vince, we got a lot of horny people we talk about on this show. Are we horny? I mean, sometimes, but, I mean, who isn't? But I'm just saying. Right.
1: I'm just saying, is it us that's going towards the horny? Are we seeing the horny online, and we're like, you know what, that speaks to us? Or is this just a thing that happens all the time, and we're just caught in the crossfire of horny?
0: Well, you know, I can't speak for a hundred people or a million people for that is, but I mean, we are millennials. So, I mean, we yeah. may be the hornier group of uh, of uh, eras than most. That's true. But I mean, this kid though, I mean, okay. So a couple horny. weeks ago, we talked about- This guy's horny. We talked about <laughs> Steph Curry and his mom and that whole horny situation. Then we talked yep. about Zach Wilson banging his mom's horny. friend. Another horny <laughs> yeah. motherfucker. And now Kevin Parada, the first round draft pick for the Mets. Just basically, it's come out that he banged every sorority girl in the state of georgia he's a dog in a bad way <laughs> i mean like, like I this everybody's kid's... a dog but this guy's a dog <laughs> he is a total dog and i mean yeah. like he got drafted to go to new york i mean right. i mean i understand like okay i'm gonna marry a southern girl so a lot of them are nicer than say you know a girl who might grow up in the city of new york and and you know get out of here but, New York <laughs> New York but who wh- wherever this kid goes I just think he's going to just slay slay yeah
1: he will it's just, rumble it, young man it just is what it is at this point um yeah so he went to school at Georgia Tech he was very talented very good player um and then and shout out to Jack Mack for this from Barstool just really quick cuz he's the one that said it this is how we saw it it is what it is got to give credit where it's deserved um He posted a video, a comprehensive list of all the places that this guy basically went and laid his seed, for lack of a better term. Um, A couple highlights here. Um, He supposedly made a girl sing to him while giving him head. And my question to
0: you, bud, is
1: how in the fuck is that possible?
0: (laughs) I mean whatever girl figured that one out? Props to you, Boo Boo. Because like, I mean, what is that... he singing? <laughs> like, what,
1: what is, she is it?
0: singing? Like what is is she we humming? <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna get some families. But I mean, listen,
1: Snare this... McLaughlin commercial just <laughs>
0: yeah in the arms of an angel. Like in what? Like arms. I mean, how does gross. that? How does it's so gross? But this kid is a <laughs> savage for even bringing this up. And then not only that, but like. Basically, it came out that he banged the entire female Georgia State or Georgia Tech swim team. I mean, like the entirety of it. Yeah, he dated this guy's
1: sister and then he cheated on her with everybody on the swim
0: team <laughs> is what she said. <laughs> like this guy just doesn't know Georgia. He also gets he got in. He got in the Greek life over at Zeta over at Alabama. Yep. I and mean, Auburn and
1: Kentucky. Jeez.
0: he got crazy. He, he doesn't segregate between the SEC or the ACC. Mm-mm. He just cleans shop. I it's mean, it's unbelievable. If this guy goes to the show, like he's my new favorite. Like I I will get a Kevin Parada jersey when he gets called up.
1: I kind of attribute this to be similar to like, you know how people get coin collections and then they put them on like the states and then they fill up their map and it's like an adorable
0: coin collection. Right. This guy's like that but with booty. Oh dude, I mean He's just collecting booty. Legend. I mean, I know how they want to make (laughs) Zach Wilson a legend, but this kid's the real legend. Jesus. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of people don't like him.
1: I'm just just gonna I'm gonna throw my bets out there and say that there's a lot of people that definitely dislike this guy. But honestly, not knowing him and not knowing anybody that goes to any of these schools, uh you know, good on you, kid. <laughs> I
0: don't know. As long as he got out of their disease-free, he's chilling. want to know what's even better, Vince? He's fucking Italian. You know? Yeah. Pirata. Hey, Come on. For fuck's sake. Come on. Come hey, on, got... guys. Yeah. This you guy. th- he's got a very Americanized first name. You don't mean many Italian kids named Kevin. Kevin. Yeah. You know? I mean, that's Well, not everybody Could be Mikey lines. and fucking Vinny. That's the thing. No, no. A couple of guys. Oh. <laughs> Vince, I'm not going to lie, though. In the beginning of this segment, you were given very Trumpy vibes. You're like, he's very good. He's very, very good. <laughs> <laughs> he's I, take, I take extreme offense to that. <laughs> he's, he's banged everything in Georgia, Mike. In Georgia, he's Mike. He's, he's done it. He's, he's done, done it. everything. He's, He's very good. He's very good. We're going to find out even more if he's even better. But we're going to see. But we're going to see. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I I hope that's the last time I do that. (laughs) Oh, I'm going to pay more attention to it. But that was like a very, very pronounced. It's very good. And we're going to see. We're going to see. You know, this kid, I don't know where these pussy conventions are held, but I I would like to figure that one out. Mike, uh, you want to
1: know what the craziest thing about all this is? What is it, Vince? It's not even the only horny thing we have this week. We got more horny people? We got more horny people. And this time, it goes from the parental units. And this the time, parents. there's no cheating Ooh. involved. No, no bullshit. So if you like a nice, um, let's say, uh, positive, happy relationship, we go here to the NHL draft. Uh so, Yeah, Kids so show. Maverick Lamoureux is what I'm going to call him. I feel like that's it. Maybe French-like. He gets drafted. It's on national TV. Everybody's all excited. And then his parents go in for a kiss, and you're like, oh, it's adorable. They're so happy. The thing is, is that they both go in tongue first. Like The dad just opens his mouth and receives a tongue punch from the mom. Crazy. First off, appreciate their grind. They're like, I don't care who's watching. This is how we kiss. But number two. Get in there. Why is it always like tongue first? You're going and tongue-punching right away? It's like, what happened to a little bit of foreplay, kid? I mean, Vinny, she
0: sucked his tongue. Yeah, it was wild. Like, it, <laughs> we gotta, I mean, repost for sure. Like, remember that soaking conversation? There you go again. <laughs> she sucked his tongue. Very, very sexual for parents, yes. I must say. Shit's getting steamy over in the Lamaroe mm-hmm. house, Yeah, you know? But, I mean, hey, the kid's 17, so who knows? You know, the pieces may still got it. You know, little Cialis never killed anybody. Yeah, you know? and
1: you know they're both handsome as shit. So get at it. You guys kiss the way you want to, but hey, maybe just like maybe a pack on live TV. That's all hey, I'm if saying. If you
0: have the genetics to create a first round draft pick in yep. fucking basket weaving, good for you. Suck a tongue, suck something else. But you you see what I'm saying? I like, like sex
1: positive, Mike. I'm into it.
0: Hell yeah. <laughs> I mean we're we are pro show here, you know, and, and people can kind of read between the lines on that one but 100 percent. i mean as it is we every show the past month has just been talking about horny people
1: so next week there's i mean if we had lines if we had betting lines next week there's a 50 percent chance that it's just gonna be booty i'm sorry i don't know what to
0: tell you guys <laughs> i mean we gotta push fun content in the beginning because it's got to be all about the booty yeah you know
1: rudy tootie bringing you some booty brother <laughs>
0: And that is a great way to segue out, Vince. <laughs> and since you are the podcast official golf guy, yes, why don't you take us into some PGA stuff that I pay sure. no attention to?
1: Sure, sure, sure. So I do from afar. I'm not a person that watches golf. I will put it on in the background sometimes, just to kind of appreciate what it is. It's very cool, nice background noise. But I'm not. Take I'm not going to watch. Yeah, you know? exactly. I'm not yeah. watching an 18-hole, like, course. It's like, oh, Rory played well. I'll follow along all that shit. So Cam Smith won the Open Championship, beat Rory. It was actually, honestly kind of devastating for me because I was hoping Rory was going to win, but it is what it is. Um, and Smith just basically shut the door on him, and you're happy about it. And then what's happening now all the time in golf over and over again is somebody won, somebody's coming up. They're going to go to the live tour, the Saudi Arabian live tour. It's uh, ran by the Saudi government. If I'm not mistaken, um, basically what they are doing. And I assume most people know this already, but what they're doing is just basically dropping boatloads of money on PGA players to basically poach them from the PGA and come over to the live tour. Um, a few things that I saw as well. So Phil Mickelson got somewhere in the nine digits to come, just insane Stupid amounts. Money.
0: I have seen some of this, and it it is the perfect technical word, Vincent. You used it, poaching.
1: Yeah, that's what it is. Um, and they had a private plane that they flew. The inside looked like a cruise ship. They had like bars and like like tables, and people were walking around, chatting and shit, like they were inside a convention center in this plane like ridiculous amounts of money and the thing is too money baby that's what it is and like the thing is too is like they're not making money off of this this is solely like hey look at us we're doing all this look at how special and awesome it is there's no way they're making any profit off of this and probably just like a let's make a tour and make a have a positive spin on like the saudi government or whatever maybe because you know so many fucking human rights violations going on over there everybody can goddamn agree on that like it's a fucked up place Saudi Arabia is um and that's what kind of where the speculation comes because a lot of guys are like I'm not going I'm not going and then they come and offer you 90 mil and you're like I have to take that right
0: yeah it's more than that I mean a lot of them are 100 plus mil yeah so it's like why I'm just saying like if
1: if Cam Smith comes up Cam Smith hasn't done much if they even if they offer him
0: nine figures 100 mil like oh my god I'm out. I mean, Vince, it's like what is what's the cost, right? I mean, that's that's how I look at it. I mean, if someone's gonna come over, come to you and you're good at what you do and you're like, hey, we'll pay you a lot to do that, but here. Mm-hmm.
1: Like where 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 do you leave your moral? Everybody's got on everybody's got a number. And there's like a piece of me Everybody. that's like I would Everybody. never do that. I would never but, do that. But yeah, in but reality. You don't know what it's like. In reality, I would definitely justify being like I'm taking their money.
0: Like it's good. They don't have the money anymore because it's mine now. But also, yeah. I wouldn't
1: really want to get into business with the Saudi Arabians.
0: Yeah, but if the check clears and you want, you have an ace in a hole. You just go back to the PGA. It's not like yeah. they're saying you can't come back. Well, so I think the PGA is doing that. Yeah.
1: The PGA, and eventually they're going to get all their guys taken where they're going to have to make like
0: an exception or either that or you're going to um, have to come to it like a cba in, in quotation marks for the pga players and have them say all right this is what we want for these guys these guys these guys similar to baseball football basketball yeah. that good shit
1: yeah it's gonna be it's a i think i'm pretty sure they said like if you sign with them you can't come back to the pga tour um you can play pga events i guess like the majors um but you can't play like pga tour events specifically so yeah. I don't know. It's really interesting, but like, I, what are your thoughts, man? I mean, I think it's kind of, it's insane. It kind of came out of nowhere. Well,
0: listen to, to better off your situation as a human being. I I don't think anybody who makes, okay, let's just say, all right, you make six figures a year. I just don't think in, in, in anything, you know, we can even comprehend what it's like to make, you know, the no, other no idea. three and, to to get a hundred million dollars put on the table in front of you, how that changes your life, your family's life, everything. I mean and to go play golf. And I actually think the schedule is less thereof of the it PGA. Is. So mm-hmm. you're getting paid more money. Yeah, I you know, of course Saudi Arabia is known to do terrible things. And if you want to know if they're making money on this or not, I believe this is a perfect excuse to hide money. Yeah. So don't think for a second that's what this is that's what this that's what this is i mean they're trying to hide money to put towards a you know association right yeah or league basically and leagues just produce and print money so they'll make it back eventually if it becomes something because what they're playing in they're playing in the uk they're playing in australia and then not only that but they're gonna play in um oh there aren't they playing in miami too
1: they could be. I would not be surprised. I'm
0: not sure though. Like they're playing. I want to see now. You got the wheel spinning, Vince. Yeah. I just well, it's think just, it's of just of course just, morally who the Saudis are and what they're about. Like a bad, like uh,
1: a, an art, like an objectively bad place. I mean, they like kill plenty of people. You, there's like no human rights so, there. It's so the government. right to life is I mean, just uh, yeah. inhuman. No, yeah. there's a difference though. There's a big difference. They're doing that shit outright, like. Killing motherfuckers, be whole motherfuckers, other podcast, him... Vince. Whole other yeah. podcast. No, I know. I'm just saying. I don't even think it's political at this point. It's like Saudi Arabia is a fucking horrible country. The U S. Mm-hmm. also is in many ways, but Saudi we Arabia takes the a lot games.
0: of innocent people in the U S. dime as well, pal. So, yes, for uh, sure. What's the moral high ground here? I don't think we're. Uh, I don't think we're much better than most. But you know, that's.
1: I'd like to think th- we're better th- than th- Saudi
0: Arabia. <laughs> <laughs> Are we? <laughs> I yes. mean, ha- have you looked up <laughs> what's been done in the Middle East over the past thirty-five? No, years? I know. Yeah, the U.S.
1: is fucking hellhole too. <laughs> I, I agree wholeheartedly. I'm mm-hmm. no pro U.S. for sure.
0: Or, or if you really want to get crazy, look up the genocide in Yemen that the Clintons funded. Mm-hmm. That's oh fun. yeah, yeah. So, no,
1: Ben, there. Welcome to your taxpayer bond,
0: dollars went <laughs> there. So yeah. let's not talk about moral high ground. If we're talking about the money, um. Yeah, I, I think these guys are all going to go because they're no one can pay them this. Yeah. So not
1: Rory. Rory is the spearhead of I'm not fucking doing that. So
0: well, Rory's a traditionalist, but you got to remember Rory came from money. What what most people have to understand is is like these younger golf golfers who are in this right who are like maybe our age or younger even all come from families that are like wealthy.
1: Yeah. I mean it's expensive fucking sport to play as a little kid.
0: Oh dude, it's it's almost just as expensive, if not more expensive than hockey. And if you are mm-hmm. going to be professional at hockey, I've known some or hockey, but golf. I've known some kids who played college golf. University of Arizona, things like that. Good friend of uh a good friend of mine growing up was a kid by the name of Sean Jones. Shout out Sean Jones played golf at University of Arizona. And he's like, to get to that next step, basically you have to just focus all of your time to golf. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have a job. Yeah. So it's not out of bounds to say that these guys, I mean, Hey, they went from one wealthy family. They want to continue the wealth for generations and generations.
1: But, yeah. I mean, it's, it's hard for me to say that I'd turned down a hundred million dollars from basically anybody.
0: Yeah. To play golf. Like, come on, <laughs> you know, minus like the devil himself, but yeah. Fuck it. I don't even know if I would say no to him. <laughs> but <laughs> to be like okay it's yeah, like fucking the no afterlife's
1: look. gonna suck but life is gonna be sick just <laughs> strippers and festivities for everyone yeah, everywhere Just everywhere. houses and cars and fucking ridiculous shit
0: vince is gonna be the ghetto oprah
1: <laughs> yeah i'm like dan Bilzerian, but without a six-pack
0: with yeah a dan- and, and out, <laughs> without being that big of a douche yeah no yeah for sure that guy's that guy a big dick Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah and not in a good way uh so yeah no i agree it's going to be interesting to see how the live tour progresses and i think you're going to see a lot more guys especially young guys say how much you want baby i'm in yeah agreed yeah Yeah. so uh moving forward that's golf baby that's golf golf guy for this week Vince. self-proclaimed self-proclaimed golf guy thank you i think we need to talk about getting into some NFL chat because Vince, I don't know if you saw this, but we got some new jerseys on our hands and they're pretty neat. What a state, New Jersey. I mean, New Jersey, (laughs) they're going back to the old school. Yes. They're going back to the old school, New Jersey giants, although technically the New York giants, but they're going back to these. And I'm not going to lie. These are pretty fresh. They're the eighties, like blue, blue, like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. The giants, uh,
1: yeah, I, I think my favorite thing about it is the helmet.
0: That's old I don't school.
1: know why. It's just, yeah, the, the Giants typed out. It's very, like, retro and, like, that vintage shit that's in now. It's so in. The only thing that kind of bothers me is it looks like a Bills uniform.
0: Yeah. It's good to know that, like, one's in the NFC and the other's in the AFC, right? Yeah. So, for me, it's like, okay, in my opinion, these are cool to go back, right? That, you know, without the helmets, it would look different. I think the helmets are a good offset because it's more of a navy blue. But yeah. what I thought was the coolest thing about this are the unveiling of these new unis. They had LT come out. Yeah, it was sick. And Lawrence Taylor's looking fantastic, by the way. That guy looks like he could suit up tomorrow. It's a fucking brick house. <laughs> Just arguably the greatest linebacker to ever play the game. Yep. I mean, arguably, you know, minus that to Iron you Mike. Know, Iron Mike. Right. Singletary's the guy for sure. Yeah. yeah. No. And and then moving forward, we got Baker's new hometown, Carolina Panthers. Yep. Going with them all blacks. Just dude. Sick.
1: I'm a hoe for an all-black jersey.
0: I and like I am the blue is
1: so popping on that shit. And then again, back to the fucking helmets. The Panther, the all-black Panther with the blue outline is absolutely phenomenal they're gonna look so fucking fast in these jerseys i can't even explain why but like they're gonna look fast and baker mayfield's gonna look very weird in it and i'm gonna love it
0: vince i mean do you think like we would look fast in these jerseys (laughs) i mean i am fast (laughs) okay okay i'm fast i'm fast as fuck boy fast as fuck boy
1: (laughs) but um no i don't think we would i think we would look like right tackles but no, yes. we look like centers. Let's be honest. You look like, that look like a center. Yeah. Six foot fucking 260. Just, just ready to rock.
0: Even <laughs> though six foot 260 in the NFL would probably just get me put on my ass most That's of the time. That's what night.
1: I'm saying. I'll be a center and then hope for the best.
0: Yeah. Just hope for the best. I don't know. I tried playing center growing up, but the ultimate of dude's hands near and around my gooch, I was like, yeah. okay, we're talking about this game. That was a defensive guy myself. Yeah, no, defense was cool and all that kind of stuff. I I like playing guard because guard it didn't require you to have hands in near and around your, your butt, and yeah. then you could swing out and like go put like little linebackers on their ass. But you know that's high school.
1: I so. missed the sex positive, Mike, from the beginning of this episode. What do you? <laughs> <laughs> what do you? You mean? were all you were all gung ho for all the sex positive, and then right when someone tries to get all up in your business, you get all weird and squeamish about it. <laughs>
0: Well, I'm just saying, you know, I mean, come hey, on, Vince. I'll try nothing twice. I, I understand sex positive, but, you know, back there's off limits. You know yeah, i watch saying? the trundle. I mean, hey, it's, oh boy. <laughs> Moving forward, these jerseys look fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> um, agreed, agreed. The, the Saints got a new helmet. That so was kind of cool. I don't kinda care cool. it. Don't it's kind of it. neat. It kind of looks like a honeycomb style yeah i like the
1: i like the idea of using the logo and all that i don't care for the stripe though it like i don't know it seems too busy for me i'd almost rather it be like accents or like two smaller stripes um but i do like the type font on the back and the numbers look cool so i mean i'll
0: fuck with it but yeah yeah i'll give it like a solid six out of ten on that one solid six out of ten. Ooh, i like that okay okay what do you give the panthers then let's rate these
1: oh easy i'll I don't see any problems with it. They're all black. Some people would hate on that. I'll give them a 10. I like it.
0: Wow. Okay, I'm going nine. Okay. Okay, and then the Giants? Uh, Seven, just because it looks
1: like a Bills jersey. (laughs) That's the only reason why. Yeah,
0: I'd agree with that. Seven. Okay, yeah, six for the – you know, I'd say a seven as well for the Saints. And then I think this is even cooler, though. The Eagles are bringing back the Kelly Greens from the 80s. Yep. Those are sick, and they got the fly eagle fly on them. It's dope. It's like old and school Cunningham jerseys. Yeah, it's great. Uh, I am intrigued to see what Jalen
1: Hurts looks like in it because Jalen Hurts' body style and Randall Cunningham's body style are completely opposite because um, Jalen Hurts is dense as fuck. But uh, it'll be cool. It's it's going to be dope. I like like the, the the silver pants that they got going. That's going to be a real real treat that matches the helmet like that. Real nice.
0: Yeah, I I dig it. I mean, that's an eight for sure for this guy. Oh, I'm with that's, you. I'll that's an eight, an eight for me. Eight. That's an eight for me. And and you know, just for the record, we're gonna post this all on the socials. So we want everybody else's rating on these also. Yeah, yeah, that, you, you know. And then not only that, the Falcons are going back to the '90s styles, red and black coke coke bottle styles. These are dope.
1: yeah. Um, I, dig it. I. So when they released the other uniforms, like the like the ombre fucking color ones that they did last year i was a big hater didn't care for them at all still don't just the fact that the red goes into the black these though it's given me like like uh brad johnson falcons i'm thinking of that motherfucker like like old shit like like they weren't even they weren't even worth the shit like yeah basically yeah when they were like not even that good um but yeah, like no, neon, I love these. Dion John, neon Dion
0: Falcons. Yeah. Dion no.
1: is in, in that for show, too. I oh, yeah. I like them. I'll give them, a, I'll give them
0: a seven. I'm not obsessed with it, but I do like it. I'm going to go seven and a half. I'm going to okay. go seven and a half. I'm kind of caught in the middle. Okay. And then the Pats are bringing back the original Reds, like similar to what they played the Bears in in the Super Bowl in 1985. Yeah. So. Love it. I'll give them Bears. a nine. Yeah, I'm it's giving really, them a hard they're nine. awesome. So I won't give them a ten because it's the Patriots, but they're, they're a vibe. Yeah, I mean that's 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 a nine and a half from this guy. And then the commies uniforms, aka the commanders. I mean, nothing you to write home about. You can't come
1: up with a new uniform if all your uniforms are new. I don't understand. An this <laughs> is They do. And like the black one that they announced, Because like, they 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 dropped it. Drop looks like all a Steelers uniform. It looks like a Steelers uniform. Exactly. And that's the same thing. It's like, whatever. Just go back to the Washington football team. I don't care for the commies. Whatever. Who cares? No.
0: Like until the, like the commie March is that like gonna be like your thing? Exactly. It's better than the Guardians. I'll tell you that. No, it's better than the Guardians. Yeah, A.K.A. the Indians. I think. Like to be <laughs> honest, why didn't you just go to like the Generals? Would have been cool. Like that would have been decent. Or the Red least... Hogs. We were a Red hog show for a long time. Yes, we were. Um, yeah not a fan i'm going a hard four on this
1: yeah i mean they're they're whatever jerseys i've been seeing that too and it goes along with like the whole nba thing too it's like everything's minimalist Where like if you look at all the throwback jerseys they're sick as fuck like you get like the like the patriots one for instance they have like the whole patriot on the helmet the flashy colors and all that and then you get the commanders and it's just like really basic type font really like boxy letters and it's just three different colors it's red white and black and then that's all it is it's just it, they're lame they're boring i'll give them like a five just because they tried
0: wow vince is a little bit more forgiving than this guy
1: yeah well because i mean the
0: colors are cool but it's not like they picked them anyway it's just what it was you know sidebar when are the bangles gonna unleash the whites the white helmets like yeah i think they i should. think i found news it is that they're gonna like they should unveil this this new white helmet cuz with the white jerseys it looks so sick it was rumored right yeah
1: i saw it on the twitterverse for a second but i don't know if they actually announced it or not so it could have just been allegedly
0: they're going to be going back okay uh, allegedly like they're going to be going back per lewis riddick although that could be incorrect so we're real deal yeah, podcast real deal <laughs> news it is lewis riddick but allegedly The Bengals could be going back to the white helmets or they never had them. The white and black helmets. New deal. I mean, Vince, to me, if they do go back to that, that's a hard nine.
1: Yeah, I mean, they definitely should. I mean, they got they got some steam going right now. They got some momentum going to the Super Bowl last year. I say bring it in. Make it feel new. Let Joey B rep it. And then everybody's going to be like, these are amazing. You'll sell like a thousand Joey B jerseys just for that.
0: You'll imagine if they made a hat like that. I'd even buy that fucking hat. Yeah. And I'm not even a Bengals guy, guy. but I am a Joey B guy. True statement. Now, speaking of helmets, the Texans unleash a new red helmet, battle red helmet, right? Yes. Okay. This is pretty neat. Not something I'm like, I, I can't get excited about the Texans. Let me just put it that way. I can't get excited about the Texans.
1: I like them. I think they're cool. Um, it's a red helmet. I mean, I I like like the red on red. It looks pretty sick, but nah, it's the Texans. <laughs> it's <laughs> I kind of feel the same way. It
0: is what it is. Yeah, different. like a five from this guy. It's the Texans. And then the 49ers do the most unenthusiastic thing ever. What's the point um, of this?
1: Why do they even announce it?
0: <coughs> and it's the truth, as my mother would say. If you sneeze on something, it's the truth. Why even announce this the third stripe?
1: Yeah, they added a stripe and then they added, uh, quote unquote, the saloon font wordmark the, on the jersey. So basically, it just says 49ers oh. in their cool old jersey. It's nothing. They did nothing it's- to them. They added, they added a stripe and
0: changed the font. It's like, okay. <laughs> you get a hard one from this guy.
1: It, it get a zero. You didn't do anything.
0: <laughs> yeah, true. True.
1: It's like it's like taking the ACT
0: and you write your name on it and you get one point. Like, there you go. There you go. There it is. Now, this is dope. In other news, the Tampa Bay Bucks are bringing back the creamsicles. Vince, love them ten easy. Love them hundred percent.
1: They're like so fucking ugly that they're good. You know what I'm it's saying? Like <laughs> it's like a pug.
0: It's like a pug. They're so ugly. They're cute.
1: Yeah, right? exactly. Like the like the freaking first off, they should have just put Johnny Depp on the helmet, <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean shit.
0: Um, they but should've. yeah, no,
1: they're dude. They're so ugly. It's awesome. <laughs> I'm so I jacked it. for it.
0: I, I can't wait to
1: see. Go ahead. They won't be in until 2023, so we're going to have to wait a little bit for him, but they are bringing him back.
0: Okay. Is Tom Brady on the team in a cream school uniform in 2023? Yes or no?
1: Uh, I'm going to say no. I'm with you.
0: As as much as I hate to say it, I'm with you.
1: Because he tried getting out this year, so even if he does play, he's probably going to go to the Dolphins like he was trying to initially.
0: <laughs> it, it very well could be that same. if he gets If he gets in a buying group and he can be an owner player, like... Yeah, he'll be gone in two seconds because the Tua, the a thing is not going to work that long. I got news, Mm-mm. yeah, not going to work because that offense is built for success like now, and the only thing holding them back is the Tua. So
1: yeah, no, I agree. Well, Tyreek Hill says that he has a better arm and more accurate than Pat Mahomes, so we'll see if that's true.
0: <laughs> wow, what a nice guy! He's just fucking psychotic. <laughs> what a nice guy and to finish jersey talk the seahawks are coming back with the old school blues and 10 greens 10 total 10 OG. fucking love them dude the
1: the uh silver helmet and this is also a 2023 thing just so you guys know so you're not gonna see it this year but the silver helmet the green and blue line with the seahawk on the on the sleeve is absolutely the sexiest shit ever and then the silver pants too i'm like absolutely give it to me i'm here for it i love it
0: Oh, 100%. I think it's cool to go back to that Boz style, you know, old school Seahawks uniform when they used to play in a dome, you know, I, think I like
1: a cool. throwback. I think overall, in general, I do like a throwback. Um, it is nice to get like some new stuff in the in the mix. But as I was saying, like all the new stuff that people come out with, it's just like minimalist garbage block letter bullshit. This is beautiful. The colors pop and they're just going to look badass like i just think of sean alexander running through motherfuckers he didn't even wear these and i just think of him and i'm like i want to see that chris carson's not going to be doing that obviously but someone will oh 100
0: i mean christopher uh, chris carson's the worst i mean i drafted (laughs) that guy last year with they'll say you hate him because he hurt your feelings he hurt my feelings in more than one way that motherfucker doesn't do a goddamn thing it's terrible no he gets injured he's good when he's on he's good when he's on the field yeah shout out to everybody for your drafts coming up soon. Okay. Don't draft him. It's not worth also, it. Also, I'm just sorry this.
1: in general. I'm just sorry in general because I know at least 50% of the people on this, like first off, don't schedule your draft until like right before the season. First off people do it first every off. year. It's like a, it's like a PSA wait until the entire Baltimore Ravens get injured again before you start <laughs> to start drafting people. And then, Second off, like you're probably going to lose. It is what it is. So I'm just sorry in advance. I just want to apologize to you.
0: Vince, you know what? I don't need that fucking negativity right now. Not you, asshole. I'm talking to all the oh. people.
1: Oh. Yeah, But you're also going to lose you, bitch.
0: Hey, take it. I think hey. everybody would agree with me. We don't need that negativity. That's Everybody's true. We're, we're really out here being positive, podcast, you know, yeah. except Richie. if You're listening. <laughs> <If> you're listening, <laughs> Richie. You're not winning <laughs> shit this year. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't need on. that guy.
1: Yeah. We do, we do have to bring Richie on at some point because we talked about him so many times that the people deserve to know.
0: I think there might be a Richie segment in the future, but oh. we'll see. We'll see. Ooh. Also, aka the nicest human that's ever lived, but yeah, it's fun to make to, to it's fun to poke fun, you know? Yeah. Just say all about it. So I mean, listen, Vince, I mean, you send me this earlier today. I'm like, this is not believable. I mean, could a team be so petty? But the Browns are looking to sign Cam Newton. Your thoughts?
1: You know, this is a relatively on unreported thing, you know, but they say when there's smoke, there's fire. So it's possible. Um the deshaun watson situation i'm not gonna go too far into it because all we do is talk about him all the time basically like it's looking like he'll probably get like eight games or so who knows he's going to appeal and sue the nfl if he gets a year so that's going to be a whole thing and i don't know if cleveland's going to be wanting to play jacoby Brissett every week my question to you is is cam newton any fucking better
0: no No. yeah i agree No no way No way is Cam better than Jacoby Brissett running an offense that actually needs to move the ball consistently. Like right, obviously um, four or five years ago it's a different conversation, but now come on. Yeah, there's talks right now though of basically the Browns getting rid of um uh oh god, what's his name? Played on the uh played on the Chiefs. Vince, why am I spacing on this? Which one? The one who kicked the 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 one who was in all the trouble. Oh, what's his name? Oh, the other not Nick Chubb. Oh, Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt. There we go. See? Yes. Knew knew we'd get there. So Kareem Hunt. (laughs) Kareem Hunt, though, is on the trading block coming up. So Mm. everybody pay attention to that. He'd be a nice addition on the Bears, true story. Yep. Although the Bears are in no position to do any of that. Mm -mm. So that's always fun. Let's
1: get those young guys playing.
0: Yeah, let's get the young guys playing and, and you know, just hope for the best. But back to the Browns, I don't think it'll happen. I think it's all smoke, no fire. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. And, it but, would be I so mean, funny, though. I mean, but Vince, this is also more breaking news coming out of the yeah. Taxi Squad podcast. Jimmy Garoppolo was given permission to search for a trade.
1: I, why now? Yeah, why now is right. Why? Why didn't they do this months ago? So we could have had time to do it. Did they just realize? Hey, Trey Lance might be the guy. Like, is this just what they realized?
0: Yeah, I don't think so. I think it was like, okay, Jimmy, you're done with your surgery. We've seen enough from Trey. We're ready to move on. So go ahead and do your thing and seek a trade. But my whole thing: what's the market for a Jimmy Garoppolo? You know, before Russell goes somewhere, before right. other people go, you in, in their new landing spots. I mean. What's the thought process? Do the Dolphins say we're going to give him a crack just to have an ace in a hole? Like, why?
1: The Seattle— Dude, the only team I can think is the Seattle Seahawks would would want him. But besides that, I can't really think of any teams that want him right now.
0: But if I'm Jimmy G, why do you want to go to the Seattle Seahawks?
1: And that's exactly it. Like, I don't see any suitors. And I put, like, here, like, is there landing spots, question mark? Because I don't—I can't think of any that would actually make any sense.
0: No, at this stage of the game, I can't. I mean, is his best option just to wait another year and ride it out on the bench?
1: Probably. Just find a way into free agency or something. He's getting paid well. It's just like every team that doesn't have a great quarterback has a young quarterback they're hoping for. And then every team that does have a good quarterback doesn't need another one because he's getting paid a decent amount too. So it's like, you can't really send him to the Steelers because the Steelers have two guys they're dealing with right now. It's like, that's really the only other team I can think of that would want one. Like the Lions, they already got golf like paying them th- millions of dollars. They're not going to want them either. So there's like no teams to trade them to.
0: No, there's literally no one to trade him to at this stage. If I'm Jimmy, I'm going to stay put in the bay for a little bit, wait till next season where there's actually going to be demand. And who knows? You might come back home if this whole Justin Fields thing doesn't work out. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, just saying, you might come back home. So yeah, I don't
1: think they're giving up on Justin Fields after one year of New Regime, but possible.
0: I don't know. Per Colin Coward, Vince. Fucking idiot. <laughs> per Colin Coward. Bears <laughs> coaching to staff is not too so high on him. It's probably the opposite, then. Probably. We're just going to play the opposite game of whatever Coward says, because usually that's yep. correct. Now, Vince, have you ever been in a scenario where you didn't have enough of something, but there was too much demand of this hunk of man aka yourself and uh you know you were just overwhelmed
1: yeah dude you know every day I walk outside people are just sweating and fawning over seeing me as a person um so yeah I'm I'm very well uh very well uh versed in that no no I've not Mike doesn't happen to me um well the NFL knows
0: what that's like Vince
1: facts because the NFL is a hot dude so NFL is overwhelmed with the demand of tickets in Germany. So if you guys don't remember, uh, the Buccaneers and the Seahawks will be playing at Bayern Munich's arena on November 13th. Obviously, Tommy B is going to be there. They're going to Germany, and they're completely overwhelmed with the amount of tickets they can sell. Um, Fans were left disappointed after more than 770,000 people accessed the site at the same time.
0: This is insanity. Oh, my God. 770,000? 770,000? 770,000? He fucking almost, says. I mean, that's insane. That's crazy. Well, it looks like the NFL found their, uh, their new hotspot. I mean, okay, so you got the UK. Game's been played there for almost 10 years now. And then yep. now you got Germany is the next big one. I mean, after this, where do you go? If you're, if, if you're the, you <laughs> should <laughs> <I laughs> keep, keep moving. Hey, Bobbity boop, throw the football. <laughs> I mean, I don't think this would be a market. I think, you know, I think this is as far as you can go into Eastern Europe to play a game. Russia, like, bro, they go nuts. Maybe Poland. You know, yeah, maybe Poland, but it's just too soccer heavy for me. You know, don't get me I wrong. Mean, that's Germany where you have to do it, too, heavy. though. Jo- Jeremy's very soccer heavy. Yeah. I mean, they tried the Mexico thing, didn't really work, although it was very well, well the attended. the field was fucked. The field, the was, field fucked. was totally <laughs> fucked. Now, if the NFL could put a field in Mexico, best believe we'd go to Mexico City all the time.
1: I, I need to ask you a question. So the oh, biggest stadium in the NFL sits 82,000 people, just about. Um, this is 770,000 people that accessed it. So... I don't know how many actual fans can be in the Bayern Munich Stadium, but this has to be the most insane game they're
0: going to play, right? Oh, I, I think this is going to be nuts. This if they sell that nuts. shit out, it's enormous. Oh, it's they're going to sell it out 100% because there's one game a year. Now the players are going to have to just fucking hate this because it's even further. Like, Yeah, it's, for sure. It, it's going to suck something. They'll awful. get a bye week, though. Oh, yeah, no, you are doing around a pilot. It's just the schedule. Like, you got to get there a week before to get yourself on schedule.
1: Yeah, but one thing about this stadium, too, and, like, I have been doing a little bit of research as, like, this has been progressing. This is one of the coolest-looking stadiums I've ever seen in my life. I don't know if you've seen any pictures of it, but it's basically, it's, like, this big, like, it looks like a loaf of bread, (laughs) honestly. Like, that's what it kind of looks like. But the entire outside of the stadium lights up. So they'll, like, light it up with, like, multiple different colors, and it just looks like a – you know those uh Beats pills, those speakers? Yeah. It looks like a massive version of those. And then they light up in different colors, and then the, the roof opens up in the middle, and it's, like, a massive circle. And then there's just, like, a shit ton of seats. So it's going to look really fucking cool. And I know they take care of the field because it's, like, Bayern Munich is, like, a massive fucking, like, team. So at least you know the field conditions are going to be pretty good. Um I'm just yeah. I think this this will seat like seventy five, eighty thousand or whatever. But the amount of fans that are going to be outside of the stadium, in it around it. It's just going to be crazy. Like they're probably going to do Germany Germany for a while if it works out well.
0: No, oh, it's going to be happening for years to come. So you know, guten tag to them, and let's talk. Guten about tag. Some, guten tag. Let's talk <laughs> about some baseball here, Vinny. Okay? Yes, because we got some very good All Star break things. Yeah. Also, some strange and unusual topics of yeah. what Fox Hard to. chooses to
1: Dude. do. Dude, yeah, he yeah. just, let they, me just bury go. On that. <laughs> Um. All right, so <laughs> for some reason, MLB on Fox just can't figure out how to not be offensive to the 9/11 tragedy in 2001. Um. All right, so to give you a little context, December 2021. MLB on Fox posted a graphic on Twitter. It said, on the left side there was it's a, a bar graph, so there's two bars. It says Tampa Bay Rays entire payroll for the last four years, that's at two hundred and thirty three point three million. Um, and then you see Wander Franco's twelve year contract extension at two hundred and twenty three million. So they're basically the same size graphs. The problem that they did here is they put the graphs right next to each other and made them black, which signified that it looks exactly like the twin towers. So fast forward about six months, seven months or so, July 16th, so a couple days ago, um, the Boston Red Sox and the New York Yankees played in New York, and they thought it would be a great idea to take a drone shot of Ground Zero. And put the Red Sox and the New York Yankees logos inside the two places where the Twin Towers once stood. So, just a picture of the logos in the middle of Ground Zero, where one of the biggest tragedies in the nation has ever happened. And my question is
0: why? <laughs> why would you there's, do this? There's so many other ways you could market this series oh and not do that. Just chill with the 9 11 stuff, probably. That's like, it's yeah. Like, this county traumatic for many, many people. This went
1: through approval.
0: People approve these things. Some guy was just like, well, fuck them. That's why. I guess. Yeah, that's all. That's all you really can say, because this is just like
1: and like, don't get me wrong. I don't get like offended over 9-11 stuff a long time ago and all that stuff. But like there's lines (laughs) like this is wild. (laughs) This is wild that they would do that, especially after they got smoked for the first time doing that with the bar graph seven months ago.
0: Oh, yeah, no, I, I i just believe that it's, uh I, I don't know if it was even done on purpose. I think we might be giving these people a little too much credit. Dude, in,
1: I don't think the bar graph one was, but inside the two places where the buildings were?
0: Like, yeah. come on. You just That's gotta be much. like, oh, bad call, huh? <laughs> like, like, bad oh, call. we fucked that up. Yeah, we probably shouldn't have did that. Moving on. This is what yeah. we did the last time the raccoon got in a copier. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's just, yeah, no, I, I'm not a fan. It, yeah, no. Just poor it's just taste. Crazy. Yeah, someone it's wasn't poor thinking. Taste. Bottom yeah. line. Bottom line. Now, what I will give the MLB credit for is that, Vince, this All-Star Week might as well just be some of the best in sports, period. Just the yeah. broadcast and the hype around it and what it means to the players and the league and everything. I don't know if there's a better all-star game for any sport, period. I mean, could you there concur on this?
1: No. A hundred percent. This, I mean, like, you think the Pro Bowl's ass. Total uh, garbage. Not the NBA watching. all-star game, they're trying to make it better. The dunk contest lost its steam. Like, it's just kind of like, whatever. And well, The then, dunk
0: contest lost its steam because there was no one major competing in it.
1: And there's no more dunks. (laughs) Everybody did them all, you know, like at least the home run derby, you're just hitting home runs. But like if you do the same dunk that everybody's done forever, it just gets boring. So, and, and you're right. No, none of the stars actually do it. But the, as much as we'll hate on the MLB for most of the things they do, and just being stupid and not growing the game correctly. I think they do all-star week it pretty damn well.
0: Hey, Rob Manfred did something right.
1: (laughs) Just so stupid. That guy's so dumb.
0: It's just a piece of steel. Sir, that's the World Series trophy.
1: He also said that uh, minor leaguers were getting livable wages, and like half of them are making 12 grand a year right now, too. So he's just a big, stupid idiot, and that's all that really is. Yeah, maybe in
0: 1962. Maybe when you talk like this, you see. Two
1: floozies and a hot dog all night tonight. $1 beers.
0: I mean, it's so true. Yeah, no, that, that that doesn't that doesn't happen anymore. But I mean, mm-hmm. hey, at the end of the day, the home run derby was electric. I mean, yes. it was great to watch. Really good competition. Um, and, and I mean, hey, Juan Soto was six to one if you bet him.
1: Yeah. Isn't that he, nuts? Yeah, it is nuts. I mean, and the thing is, is like Pete Alonso was easily the favorite. Three Pete season trying to do it. And. I don't know. Let's just start from the top here, huh? Let's All just right, go baby. from Let's there start, from the top. start from the top. We're
0: going to start from um,
1: the top. Let's go Schwarber Pujols. Uh, what the fuck, Kyle? <laughs> fuck, Kyle. What the fuck, Kyle? Pujols actually played really good. Pujols did a great job. I mean, he hit, he hit 20, which ended up being tied for third in that round, which is great. Um, Kyle Schwarber needs to beat Albert
0: Pujols in a home run derby. That is ridiculous. A 42-year-old like- Albert Pujols. Do you think Schwarbs was like maybe I'm just gonna take it easy on guy? You know, I mean maybe like no. hey he deserved no. You don't Mm-mm. think so? The way he was swinging, it was like something just wasn't clicking. Okay, so yeah. maybe maybe you know who knows? Maybe that, there's so many factors that go into this of uh, the guy who's pitching to you and mm-hmm. all this good stuff. So I mean, who knows? Schwarbs when he got the shit end of the stick because Holes had his guy from the cards. So yeah, who knows? Who knows? But I mean, hey, Pujols. Just, you know, it was funny. They kept giving pool holes like 30 second breaks more so than most people.
1: Yeah, he was just, he's just an old man. <laughs> it was They're fun like, to uh, have him. In there.
0: Uh, we're going to take a break.
1: I know I was hating on it last week where I was kind of just like, well, like, why? Or like, he's going to get smoked. I knew like when that was happening, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I oh, was like, literally yeah. last week, I was like, he's just so fucked off the bat. And then he won, and I was like,
0: oh, well, I'm a dumbass. <laughs> Oh, it's it's so true. I mean, listen, I mean, Pujols is a absolute legend in the game. And I mean, one I of mean, the best he's top 10 in home runs
1: all time for sure. Oh,
0: yeah, he's a, he's a freak. I mean, it, one in his prime, there was not much better, um, not much more clutch either. So definitely cool to watch. And then to get into the second round, Juan Soto and Jose Ramirez went Um Jose or the Ramirez. Second, yeah, The
1: second matchup, not the second, the, round, second but yeah. the
0: second matchup of the first round was Juan Soto and Jose Ramirez yep. once I mean, Juan Soto, you kind of felt it, but I mean, only one by one home run and Jose yep. Ramirez standing on the right side of the plate, which I don't know why he would, cause he's a traditional lefty. Yeah. So kind of didn't make a ton of sense.
1: To me. You assume there's some strategy there. Um, it just didn't end up working out. That's all it is. And yeah, like absolutely. Juan Soto, the event is the eventual champion. So, I mean. You know, that is what it is. The next round, or not the next round, the next matchup is like the biggest thing for me.
0: He did it too.
1: Yeah, I did. No, it's really, really easy to do that. <laughs> um, the next one was Corey Seeger and Julio Rodriguez. Julio Rodriguez hit bangers. Like, it was unfair. He hit 32 in the first round, which is what, 12 more than anybody else besides Corey Seager? Like, Julio Rodriguez, youth movement, he's a badass. That was sick. And Corey Seager I didn't think was going to be that good in the home run derby. But obviously,
0: I was proved wrong. I mean, he hit 24, which would have beat anybody else. The guy hit 83 home runs as the night progressed. I mean, I feel bad for him. Dude hit more home runs than anybody. Well, the thing is, too, it's like crazy. Or not really crazy.
1: I remember back in the day where you used to have 10, 10 outs yeah that's in that form it's easier to keep track of stats but like in this one you're on time so the minute that you beat one the the other guy by one you're done so like he was just breaking because he went first in all the rounds and then obviously we know what ends what ended up happening at the end but like yeah he had a shit ton of home runs and it just didn't end up working out because he had too many in in specific spots I mean, he was it, electric, though. He was I feel electric.
0: bad for Corey Seager because Seager hit 24. And he, that's you what know, I'm saying. If he yeah. plays anybody else in the first round other than he moves on. He moves on. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking Julio. And then you. Pis, pistol Pete Alonzo against Ronald Cunha. <laughs> I mean, Pete Alonzo. All right. He was going for his third title in a row here. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know. I kind of lost respect for him.
1: My guy is treating the Home Run Derby like it's Game
0: 7 of the fucking World Series. Yeah, dude. Just everybody else is smiling, having fun, keeping loose. Chill, you bitch. He was talking to his bet. Yeah. Talking to his bet. Did you see him
1: deadlift before the round? (laughs) He, Bro, he was deadlifting getting... in the back, just
0: deadlifting. He's like, oh, I'm going to get my muscles going so I can hit home runs. He's like, fuck this dude. No, it's for, <laughs> he's from New York. He's like, listen, I got to get a fucking pump in before I get out of here. <laughs> I got to so get a fucking good. pump in. Get the fuck out of my way. So lame. So lame. I mean, so yeah, levels. not not a fan of that. And he's and a he's Florida Jr. guy, too.
1: Um, Okay. Ronnie, if he does this again, needs a brand new fucking pitcher.
0: Yeah, he was he
1: was, was getting, getting, getting curveballs and sliders and shit. It looks like it was like they were playing guess the pitch in the middle of a home run derby. Like Ronald Cunha can hit more than he hit. Honestly, Alonso might have lost that first round if Acuña had a better pitcher, but it is what it is and you yeah, know, I, I think at the end of the day like Acuña's not sweating over a mill right now cuz he's got plenty more in the bank now.
0: Yeah, Noras Soto, Soto just turned down right. how much? 445 million dollars.
1: Yeah, and well, yeah, exactly, and saying. yeah, we we yeah, we'll talk about that too in a moment. Actually, fuck it, let's talk about it right now. Um,
0: carry we'll the went, lead, Vince. Who won hey, the fucking thing?
1: Go. We'll talk about it when when we announce the winner here. All right, beautiful. So then, move on. You get Albert Pujols and Juan Soto. You know how that ends. Like, come on. It was nice that Pujols won, but like you know, Juan okay. Soto only won by one to keep it everybody he, in the loop because he won second. Oh, uh, okay. yeah. That's, yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. It's like, if you go second, you don't have to hit a trillion. Um, and then you get Julio Rodriguez hitting another
0: 31. <laughs> it's so silly to me. And I then, was, you know, Pete Alonzo falls on his face after all the I deadlifts. was so happy. I was so happy when he
1: lost. And, I'm like, the thing is, is, like, I kind of like that Pete Alonzo was just beasting and just beating everybody. But then it got to a point where I was like, all right, you're kind of lame now. You just meet, you, you overdid it, and now you're lame.
0: Oh, absolutely. I, I think Pete Alonso overdid it himself. I think he needs to kind of loosen the grip a little bit, no pun intended. But, I mean, for real, though, like, dude, this is the home run derby. You have fun with this shit. Right. And then, okay, so yep. Pujols loses. Pete Alonzo loses. Now we got Juan Soto and Julio Rodriguez. Yep. This went down to the wire also, Vince.
1: Yep. Juan took it and it makes a lot of sense. He was kind of getting screwed the last couple of years in the home run derbies that he did. Um, he came through, and he won it, and he won a hot Millie, so good for Juan. I really wanted Julio Rodriguez to win solely because he's getting under a mil for like the year right now because he's a rookie, so fuck it. Give the rookie a million dollars instead of the guy that's getting offered 400-plus mil. <laughs> I mean, hey, every dollar counts, Vince. I mean, hey, you sure. turned down no, that I money. No, I agree. Mean? Anybody's taking it, for sure. It's just like, you know. Who do I want it to go to? I'd rather go it to J-Rod than Juan, but
0: here we are. Of course. Of course. Yeah, no. Juan, uh, speaking of Juan, where does he end up? I think he's going to stay on the Nats until the end of the season. He'll get traded in the offseason. So Juan Soto, a lot of people freaked out when they saw that number
1: because they're like, holy shit, that's a lot of money. Um, Juan Soto is a 22-slash-23-year-old man. Juan Soto got offered a 15-year contract from the Washington Nationals and the average annual value was under 35 mil which is actually less than what the expected is for a guy of his caliber grant and also not even his caliber like guys that are worse than him because i would argue that juan soto's probably if not top 5 might be one of the top 3 players in the league right now like unbelievable talent so i think overall the the mindset that he had is he's like why sign a 15 year right now when I can get 35 mil a year from somebody else for about seven years and then re-sign again when I'm 30 to where I want to go. That's where my head, head like, space is there. Um, so, yeah, people are like, why would you turn that down? It's like because he knows that more is coming. Um, oh. That being said, I also agree with you. I don't think he gets traded at the deadline. People are going to try. People are already asking about it, especially the Padres, which I'm like, why did the Padres trade for everybody? But whatever. Um, So it's possible, but I would say more than likely he goes next
0: year after this year ends out. I mean, if he were to get traded to the Padres, I mean, they would have to give up Fernando Tatis Jr. There's no doubt about it. Or just a ton of prospects.
1: Yeah. Because the Nationals have one of the worst farm systems in the league which is crazy because they were one of the worst teams in the league the last two years. They won a couple years ago, so, you know, they had a clear house there. But, yeah, they're going to have to get some young guys. And Tatis could certainly be part of it, but I don't think that's
0: part of the Padres' plan
1: at all, if that's me.
0: Oh, no, true, true. I th- I think you're 100% correct. I, I don't think you'd want- ever want to get rid of a generational talent like the White Sox as long did as for yeah. James fucking Shields.
1: As long as he can stay on a motorcycle, he's going to be good for a long time. Breathe. Breathe, breathe,
0: breathe, breathe. All right. <laughs> move forward. The All-Star Game was a yes. joy to watch. It was, it was baseball as baseball, I fl- believe, should always be. Yeah, Hendricks. What's that? Oh,
1: I thought you meant just with Liam Hendricks pitching.
0: Oh, Oh, boy. Yeah, guys, he's bad. He's an all-star. <laughs> yeah, guys, he's bad. He led the league last year. You know it. Okay. <laughs> you shut your dirty whore mouth. You know it, and as much as I know it. No, I, Dylan don't. I don't. Dylan Cease oh, okay. deserved yes. to be there far more than Liam Hendricks did. I agree. And it's a popularity contest. Yes. No cap, Vince. No, dead I agree. I, thought,
1: I thought you were going to say that he sucks. i like, he just doesn't suck. <laughs> We've had this hey, conversation. Vince,
0: Vince, no cap, dead ass. Should have been Dylan Cease. It's absolutely sick when you use that. It's awesome. It's fucking I you it's hate every minute of it and I love it. <laughs> dead ass, um, no cap. <laughs> dead ass, no cap. It should have been Dylan Cease with his wicked mustache. But... Yeah, I agree. He's
1: gonna be pitching with the chip on his shoulder the rest of the year. As but we be. talked
0: about it last week, like
1: it is a popularity contest. Like, the people Always. that should be should be picking the All-Stars aren't the people that are picking the All-Stars. So, same reason why half the guys were there. Same reason that Garrett Cole was there. Same reason for all that is just based on voting. Um, Cool random fact. Albert Pujols playing in this game as, like, the commissioner pick. He ended up playing an All-Star game with one Cal Ripken Jr. who was born in 1960. And he also played in an all-star game with Julio Rodriguez, who was born in 2000. So that's a 40-year difference of guys being born. And Albert Pujols played all-star
0: games with both of them, which is pretty damn cool. I like I like stories like that. Fun facts, Vince. I yeah, mean, I'm out here very, going wild. Very fun facts. I love the mic up. I love the mic up of everybody. I thought that yes. was fantastic. Like, they, they were miking up everybody. Um, I thought you it was Alec really Manoa. cool. Oh, he's
1: hysterical. He's awesome. He's so fun. I I he, he gained a fan yesterday for sure.
0: He gained a fan from this guy too because like they had him mic'd up and he asked the announcer. He's like, "What do you think I should throw?" And he's back like, with, "Back with slider?" Backward <laughs> slider. Awesome. And he goes, "Ooh, that's sexy. I like it." And <laughs> yeah. and they hit the guy. And then proceeded he, to strike out Corey Seager, which I thought was priceless. But yeah,
1: he was like, uh, or it was uh, Acuna, I think, the last one. Okay. I don't even know. But um, even so, it was like a uh, backfoot slider, and he's like, "Yeah," and he like he threw it, and he's like, "Ah, oh, shit!" And then Smoltz was like, "Hey, it was a backfoot slider." That <laughs> yeah, like, right. That's just that's just good bullshit baseball talk that I love to hear. Um, and then Stanton and Judge getting mic'd up. Obviously, you're gonna have some mic problems, so Judge didn't get it, but. I think I grew a little bit of respect for Giancarlo Stanton yesterday, too. I'm not going to lie, because I didn't really have He's just really good. And I always knew that. But like as a person, he seems like a decently normal dude.
0: Yeah. You know, I feel like we only see, you know, the tip of the iceberg with a lot of these guys. It just felt as if, uh, you know, he's just a hometown guy enjoying the moment. Yeah. Um, I I did think Trevino's at that. Oh, God. Absolute oh, piss God. missile. I mean, just <laughs> right away, you're like, yep, that's gone.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but hey, Paul Goldschmidt hit the first home run of the All-Star game. And Did if anybody mean. here has ever seen Paul Goldschmidt play baseball, I will let you know now. It's a joy. The it man is. hits just his spray charts all over the place. One of the best hitters probably to ever live. Um, he's having one of the best seasons of his career, too, which is awesome. If he continues at this base, he's definitely the NL MVP. Yeah, no doubt. agreed.
1: No doubt no about doubt. it.
0: And the Cardinals win the Central. I mean, it's that simple. Um, But I will also say, though, that Giancarlo Stanton deserved it. He had a great night, put, you know, the AL back on top and just a great game. Um, So Trevino, though, his mic up, what I thought was the most genuine thing as Mm -hmm. a young guy comes up to the plates. First All-Star game. And he's like, this is surreal. I'm up at at bat, mic'd up at the All-Star game yeah for my first all-star at bat,
1: like which is wild i and i thought about that too i was like how fucked up would it be if they like gave the mic to somebody on their first all-star at bat ever when they're just trying to take it in and then like clockwork <laughs> he just walks up and i'm like why don't you just kind of let him do it but then it's, it's also cool to see that happen as well so it's like a two sides but he got a base if, he got a
0: base hit his first at yeah, bat and it,
1: it, i was um, yeah which was awesome
0: Which I thought was even better about it. He made contact. And as he made contact, he was like, let's go. I was like, hell yeah, this is awesome. (laughs) Like, it's the most genuine moment in sports I think I've seen in a long time. While the sport was at least going on. Yes. Um, And then, you know, they mic up the floppy piece of shit. A.K.A. known as uh, Liam Hendricks and as Vince's favorite guy. Even though he's No, I just know he's a good time. reliever. Playoffs.
1: Why don't you call Garrett Cole a floppy piece of shit before you call Liam Hendricks a floppy piece of
0: shit? <laughs> Listen, you know what? As long as, you know, Hendricks didn't act like he won game seven of the World Series after he beat the oh Tigers, you know, that's fine with me. That's
1: fine. So Such a
0: tired argument, Mike. I'm sick of it. It's not a tired not argument, good. Vince. He, he doesn't on. show up in the big games. Yeah. Doesn't show up in big games, and you know it.
1: He's just an all-star and leads the league in plenty of categories. My God. You want to know,
0: know what ruined it for me, Vince? When what? he was preaching his whole socks and five nonsense. Okay. Yeah. In the ALDS. All right. And then on was top fun, of it, though. Vince, it wasn't fun. It was terrible. And then the game I'm there. Motherfucker comes in. <laughs> I forgot about to re- that. Right. Right. Comes in to, to relieve what's his nuts with the fucking arm hang. What was his name? Kimbrel. was yeah. fucking the biggest floppy piece of shit. That guy was the shit. worst, yeah. <laughs> he is the ultimate floppy piece of shit. And then Hendrix comes in, and I kid you not, gives up two back-to-back jacks. Okay, game was over. <laughs> you know what I just kept saying to the crowd for the people who were still there? Hmm. I was like, hey, guys, it's not over. Socks and five. And everybody just started <laughs> dying laughing. <laughs> Everybody, I was like, hey, guys, Hendricks, Sox and Five. Everybody oh, was dying. Oh, man. No, it, it was a it, bottom line, though. Great experience to watch. Some of the most fun I've had watching a baseball game in a long time. My question to you, Vince, is do, do they need to start incorporating some of this in live games? Um, They do, and they have. Um, They did it last year,
1: I think. Um, They were doing it in the playoffs and shit. I don't necessarily love it during a game because i feel like you should be like ready to go during a game i guess like i i like it for spring training or if you're doing it for the all-star game but i don't know if you should be mic like alec Manoa is not going to tell you what he's going to do in a real game
0: if you're micing up a pitcher you know like they no 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 don't mic up a pitcher mic up an outfielder mic up yeah they did it for mookie bets they did it for mookie bets a couple years ago i know that for sure like to me that's cool even if it's for an inning or two a game i think it's neat
1: yeah. No, it is really cool to see. I just, I don't know. I don't know. I actually don't know what the reaction would be publicly for something like that. I think it'd be cool. It would just like, if somebody messes up, it would be so like, like, let's say like you track a foul ball or a, a fly ball down incorrectly while you're talking to the guys. It's just going to be like, all right, don't do this anymore. <laughs> you know, like the teams will get pissed.
0: Yes, I agree. Well, Vince, breaking news on the podcast: um, Jonathan Pappelbaum just called Juan mm-hmm. Soto a little bitch on Twitter. He is.
1: He needs to chill. <laughs> Jonathan Papelbon needs to chill. He
0: Isn't got wrong pissed that off. I kind of love him.
1: <laughs> it's no, it's funny for sure. He got pissed Great. off that Jason Veritek didn't get a documentary, but Jeter did. <laughs> I mean,
0: he's kind of got a point. Does he? Veritek was Ver- a, he was really good. Yes. But Veritek <laughs> was a stud catcher for uh, 10 years. Yes. No, I agree. But like. No one's DJ. Know. I
1: get it. Right. <laughs> like, exactly. It's like, yeah,
0: that's. But then again, if, if Derek Jeter played for the fucking Reds, no one would know who he is. So. Yeah, no, it's. I mean, I'm I'm forever one of
1: those Derek Jeter was. Definitely a little overrated. If you look at his if you look at his stats, you're like, Yeah, he was Hall of Famer, really good, all that shit. Just like unanimous bullshit, Hall of Famer, like all that. It's just like
0: okay. I mean, just think of all the teams that were built around him. Bernie Williams, Jorge Posada, all the amazing yeah. pitching of Roger fucking Clemens petted. and Eddie Pettit. Yeah. And all those guys. I mean, come yeah. on.
1: Come on. Chashera, Arod. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he yeah. was really fucking good and he's a Hall of Famer, no doubt about it, but I, second coming to jesus is kind of a why
0: mariana rivera bernie williams paul yeah. o'neill may we go on yes i mean yeah not like he didn't play with a bunch of legends i don't right know. um I'm, i don't disagree with papal bond let's put it that way yeah but also
1: fuck you for saying that Juan so like did he say it about the plane ride thing or did he say it about the money thing Said about the money thing, more so than anything, and whatever. mind your own fucking business. That's how I feel about that. If he knows he can get more If you can get more, then go ahead and get more. It comes back to the live argument. It's like if you know more is coming your way, if you do it that way, then do it. And like Jonathan Papama was never getting paid that much, so just mind your
0: own mind your own tax bracket, buddy.: You know who else is in line to get paid. Aaron judge dude,
1: dude yeah, um I would like to say this really quick. I'm so fucking sick of ESPN like in general. It drives me nuts. Like, I can't take it anymore. Like, I like some people on there. Like, Scott Van Pelt's cool. Like, SportsCenter's still cool and shit. But, like, when they do games and, like, when they do interviews and stuff, it's just so ridiculous. So, for my my point exactly, Marley Rivera went up and interviewed Aaron Judge after the All-Star game. Really happy time, all this stuff. She's like, and I'm going to paraphrase, but she's like, oh, there's this little boy that was, like, talking about Aaron Judge or whatever. It's like, I – she said – I wasn't going to ask you, but I'm going to because we're on live TV. But like, are you going to be with the Yankees or whatever? And he gave this answer that was diplomatic, but it was also like, it doesn't seem like he's going to be on the Yankees anymore. Fuck you for asking that question at the All-Star Game. Like, What are you doing? Like, this is supposed to be a celebration of the game. And you're asking about contract disputes. And they were doing the same thing with like the White Sox clubhouse and asking about that. It's like, you know what the guys are going to say about that shit. Why are you pushing that subject right now, ESPN? It just drives me nuts. They're, like, always looking for, like, the dramatic story so Stephen A. Smith can fucking scream it into people's TVs the next day. It absolutely drives me insane. They make up shit out of nowhere, and it's just so annoying, dude. I'm so sick of it.
0: Oh, yeah. Stephen A. Smith, by the way, taking a few weeks off due to his shoulder. Injury, yeah, you know? he's on the <laughs> IL. <laughs> he's on the <laughs> IL over there at ESPN, you know. Fucking he's got to be sure. Go sit in your chair, brother. Dude, you could literally do that job in your desk at home. Right. You, don't you got your pants. <laughs>
1: you could
0: do <laughs> you don't what don't we're doing pants. right now. No yeah. one would know. Yeah, we're not so yelling true. enough.
1: <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's we're just not, fuck you for asking that. Like We're not talking about week, LeBron right? James. I mean, <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, fuck you. Right. Ask it no. next week. Don't ask it during the fucking what? All-Star game. Ask how uh, the experience Vince.
0: was. Ask how the fans were. All the positive shit about the game is what you should be asking about. We would be remiss if now we didn't have more content to spin off of this. So where does Aaron Judge go next season? That,
1: after all I said right there, his reply to that question was wild. Like I watched it and I was like, "Uh oh," because he's like, Ain't "I hope come you're." An Aaron, he's like, "I hope you're an Aaron Judge fan wherever I am." I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> this is sketchy." Oh, um, so. I don't know where Aaron Judge goes. There's a lot. The thing with baseball is he could go anywhere because you can spend any money. But then he also couldn't go anywhere because a lot of player, a lot of teams aren't going to offer that. Aaron Judge is on pace to be the most valuable player this year. Like it's almost not even close right now. Um, so when you see stuff like that your first thought is he'll probably just go to the Yankees, right? Well, he already is on it, and they won't pay him what he wants. Um, If I were a betting man, I'd say that Aaron Judge gets an absolutely obscene offer from the Yankees at the end of the year, and he ends up accepting it and staying. Um, But if he ends up leaving, I can see him going to Miami, which would be fucking cool because Miami's on the up-and-come. Or – Probably not the Dodgers. They probably can't spend any more money. But besides that, like it's definitely going to be one of those bigger market teams. So maybe San Diego goes crazy and gives another 300, 400 million dollar contract. Um, but if I, yeah, again, if I were a benny man, he's going to stay with the Yankees. Dark horse, the white Sox. Let's go. they are not giving him that money.
0: Let's go. They won't
1: pay him that much. I wish Boy can
0: dream a boy can dream, Vince. I
1: know, but yeah, you asked for my opinion on where he's gonna go, not where I want him to go. (laughs) Low
0: key Giants might be a play too. Although they just paid a lot of money to Jack Peterson, so uh, time will tell. Nah, time will tell. The
1: Aaron Judge money is much more than Jack Peterson money for
0: sure. Yeah, I don't foresee a, a day where he's out of pinstripes. You know, these guys got to play the game and you know say stuff and be like, "Oh yeah, I'm a Yankee for he's life." He's the face well, of the know.
1: Yankees. If you think sure. Yankees, you think Aaron Judge. Like I don't think of anybody else before I think of Aaron Judge on the Yankees. Not even like people say Cole and Stanton and stuff. It's like those guys are second fiddle to Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge is oh, the Yankees. True. He came he's up with the Yankees. Six he's foot he's eight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, also that. Although Just the Yankees the do
0: have a good history though of paying people a shit ton of money and and not only that, but Aaron Judge probably won't be able to get all the endorsement deals he would be able to get anywhere else than New York, so yeah,
1: the only place he can go There's is like l a
0: yeah like l a would be there, but <laughs> Wait. supposedly uh oh I- Oh, like, what
1: if the Uh-oh. angel? What if the angels sign Aaron Judge to like ten years, like five hundred million or something crazy, and then they still go like forty-seven and or like like eight, like because they will, because because they, like, they will
0: for Mike Trout
1: a... <laughs> and Shohei and Rendon is just an unbelievable fucking contract. It's just something that they would do and still not end up
0: being worth a shit either way. A hundred percent. I agree with this a hundred percent of the way. Yeah, no, no matter how much talent they got on that team, I feel like they're doomed. Yeah, I feel like they're absolutely doomed. And speaking of being doomed, let's go down to 35th Street and talk about the Chicago White Sox. Shall we? Because... It's Comiskey Corner, and Vince, I don't know how to feel right now. I have mild expectations coming out of the All-Star break. I felt like, you know, going five or six right before it, and then getting cut off. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Vince, your thoughts?
1: I am cautiously optimistic. People start uh... a little bit of these everywhere, cautiously optimistic. And let me tell you why, Mike. Seven and three in our last ten, like you said, six and one in the last six, seven. Five and six,
0: five Five out of six. six, That's what it was.
1: Yeah, so five out of six. Um, They're currently three out in the division because the Twins have been playing meh as of recent. Three and seven in their last ten. White Sox kind of eat their lunch. I think I'm not going to say it's a first sure, but they come out hot. They might be on top of the division in two in two weeks or so. Um, I don't think it's a for sure. I, the one thing that is both good and bad is they're playing way better this year when they're on the road than they did last year. They were horrible, abysmal on the road. The problem is, is they're 19 and 25 at home this year, which needs to change. Um, it's that time of year where all those Cuban boys start getting warm and they just start smacking shit. Jose Abreu's had probably the best June and July, like one of the best in the league, um, which always ends up happening. I am cautiously optimistic, Mike. I think that they will they will lead the division at least once before the year ends. That is my prediction.
0: Listen, in my opinion, I I don't know if this hurt us or helped us. I feel like all this talk at the All-Star Game, they're like, they said there was division in the clubhouse, and Liam Hendricks, you know, they don't know what they're talking about, this, 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 that. Well, the fact that you had to defend it so much kinda makes me believe the fact that both you, Tim Anderson, are there like on a soapbox defending your team who's well, supposed also to be the top onslaught. of the central.
1: People ask him that shit too, you know. I understand, but like, they it's... were
0: defending it a little too much for it almost not to be true. And that's And they're underperforming, problem. there's no doubt about it. Right. So what's yeah. the fucking problem? You know, you ca- you can't win a series in Cleveland, you only tie it. You you can't beat Cleveland at home. It's it's starting to become just this trend. So even if we do win the division, Vince, I mean, you you may have to play teams again like the Astros and the Yankees. I mean, do you think we can go seven against them? Because I just don't no. feel like we got no the no no no.
1: I'd if they make the playoffs, they're out in the first round. There's no like hope for winning the World Series this year. Don't get me wrong, like zero. Maybe in the beginning of the year, yes i'm just rooting for maybe they'll win the division this year that's as far as i'll go and i didn't even say that and what i just said i just said at some point this end of the year they might lead for at for some point of time <laughs> they have oh. an easy schedule too which helps
0: listen the easy schedule is helpful 11 games with the royals for the rest of the season i think we need to win all 11 of them
1: they got to eat that they got to eat their lunch bud and so they have, to if deal. we
0: win all, if we win 90 games, I think is the mark in this shit division to yeah. actually be the division. Yeah. I mean, there's enough games left for that to happen.
1: They might be like a low, I mean, they're <laughs> the AL central is the worst division in baseball. <laughs> I don't think there's any argument, maybe NL central. So we're in the right division to be doing this, but. Yeah. I don't know, dude. It's like, they're not going to do anything in the playoffs. It's just like, I just want some semblance of hope and happiness again. That's all I feel. Cause like we on the show, we were hoping to be like optimistic and happy about the White Sox the whole time. That was like a very exciting thing when the season started and we haven't had a positive episode about the White Sox in probably all year, maybe the first couple weeks we were. And then after like June started or like mid May, it was just over.
0: It's the depressing White Sox show, but uh, they might lead the
1: division at some point in the end of the year. Thank you, everybody.
0: I mean, who are your wild card teams? I mean, the Rays right now, thirteen games behind first place, but also yeah. have one of the best records on paper next to the Just Mariners. Shows how good the Yankees are, <laughs> yeah. right? And I mean, the Rays are still a team that's going to be in contention for a wild card. I mean, at this stage of the game, the Rays and the Mariners, yeah. Okay, are the two teams competing for a wild card spot or the two that get it in the AL? Yeah. So, that's going to be interesting to monitor cuz the Blue Jays seem to be done, the Red Sox seem to be done. It's always going to be something to be Well, uh, and there's I think that.
1: there's 3 wild cards this year per per division.
0: Oh, really? Or per uh
1: conference, excuse me. Okay. Um league. Jesus Christ, it's league. Um yeah, I'm sorry <laughs> if I'm wrong but I'm like 95% sure that's right. The footballs. So I know it's, I got everything allegedly. on my mind, um, allegedly the Seattle Mariners had a really bad start to the year this year. And then they went on a 10 and no run to the all-star break. And then she changed everything. Baseball can flip fast. Um, 14 so games I, in a row. I do think that the Mariners are going to be one of them. I do think that the Rays are going to be another one of them. You have to pick another one from the AL East. No, I mean. No one's going to be, no one from the AL Central is going to make it in the wild card, in my opinion. It's just like, they're going to eat each other alive, and then either the Blue Jays will heat up after they fire their manager, or the Red Sox are heating up, or fuck it, maybe the Orioles just start, just keep doing what they've been fucking doing, because they've been on a tear this year. So, I don't see anybody in the AL Central. If I were a betting man, which I sometimes am, I'm going to go Rays, I'm going to go Mariners, and I will go Blue Jays.
0: I think the Twins or the Guardians might sneak in there, depending on the rest of the season unfolds. Okay, time will tell. Certainly possible. Yeah, time will tell, Vince. It's going to be be a a fun second half. We will be here for all of it. Fantasy football content coming soon, Vince. Episode twenty nine of season two is in the books. It's always been a pleasure.
1: It's been a pleasure, brother.
0: You know, Vince. Almost a year ago, around this time, the pod started. With me Almost. or in general? In general. A we year and a half. We should have a birthday party. We should have a birthday party, a Taxi Squad birthday party. Hey, any reason to have a little fun, right? That's what I'm saying. We know how to do Hell that. Yeah. we yeah. Taxi tie Squad one on. birthday party? It could happen. It, it could yeah. happen. Well, Vince, as always, my friend, great being on the show. We will be yeah. back next week. And as always, everybody, like, follow, share it. Give us some comment, maybe. Throw some throw some throw some material at us. We're down the riff. Subscribe to us. Do that kind of shit for us. Please. Please. We do. appreciate all the downloads, all the support. Thank you so much. We'll be back next week. Peace.